uh, to, to the younger people here. So I don't know if any of uh, the uh, young kids would like to gather around up the front, because I've got some questions to ask you if you'd uh, um, like to come up and join me. I can see Ethan making a move there. Come on, Ethan. And if I could have... Um, as many of you up here as possible. <clears throat> Excellent. Right. Have a seat somewhere down on the floor, maybe. Right. Who can tell me... Who can tell me what the first harvest celebration was? Anybody got an idea? It's a tough question. None of you know? Any of the adults have a guess at when the first harvest celebration was? Cain and Abel. Excellent. Well done, Vivi. So we're going to have a look at the story of Cain and Abel. So if I could have the, um, the words up, please, of the reading, Andy, that we're going to do. Yep, it's coming, is it? Excellent. We're just going to have a look at these couple of verses from Genesis chapter 4. And they say, and you can read, I'm sure, Now Abel kept flocks sheep and cows and stuff. And Cain worked the soil. He grew crops and fruit. And in the course of time, Cain brought some of the fruits of the soil as an offering to the Lord. But Abel brought fat portions from some of the firstborn of his flock. Now the Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering. He liked what Abel brought. But on Cain and his offering, he did not look with favor. So Cain was very angry and his face was downcast. Then the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? Okay. Next uh, uh, slide, please, uh, Andy. Right. I want to ask you, what is the best present you have ever had in your life? Anybody like to uh, offer a thought? Come on. Um, a secret diary. Secret diary. Wow. Do you keep lots of secrets in there? Yeah. Are you going to tell us any of them? My DS. Your DS. Do you play with that all the time? Does that annoy your mum and dad? No. Okay. Anybody else got a? an idea of a, the best present they've ever had. Oh. Uh, Lego. Wow. Excellent. Fantastic. Do you know, and I bet when you kind of opened those presents, you were just so delighted to have them. Now, has anybody ever had a present that they hated? Do you know what, I better not uh, kind of ask too many people that, because particularly those whose birthday's in October, because... Uh... Oh, Simon's had one. You, you don't mind saying, do you not? When I was a teenager, I had, a, had an aged aunt who still thought I was a three-year-old boy. <laughs> and so she got me a little dog, which, which, when you pull it along on a string, <laughs> it nods its head. <laughs> Fantastic. And, and what did you say to your aged aunt, Simon? 
<laughs> See, I dare not say really that honesty is not always the best policy, is it, Sam? Well, I will tell you about a present that I got that I wasn't best enthralled with. And um, it happened a long, long time ago when I was just a little toddler. And, and the reason I know what kind of what my reaction was was not because I've got a great memory, but it was actually um, caught on video or cine film as it was in those days. And it kept getting played back to me as a reminder <laughs> of what happens when you get dodgy presents. Now, I tried to find a picture of what this was, but I couldn't, so I've had to... Um, <sighs> Can I have a bit of uh, graphical license in putting it together? But anyway, the present was from my granny, who's uh, not with us anymore, so I hope she's not going to be offended. Um, and uh, it was... It was a gonk. It wasn't exactly like this, but that was the kind of closest picture I get. And you, and you might say, well, what on earth is wrong with that? Surely a perfectly nice little gonk. Well, the thing that I couldn't find the picture of was it didn't quite look like that. It came with a really weird pair of kind of glasses on. And as a little lad, this really spooked me out. And there's a, a video film of me opening this present, bursting into tears and running away, just at the sight of these things. So this was not a good present at all. And uh, I don't know what my uh, granny thought, but she must have thought I was a bit ungrateful. But the reason for saying that is that not all presents are acceptable, are they? And you'll see from the reading um, of Cain and Abel that there was one present that was acceptable to God and one that wasn't. And I don't know if you think very carefully when you're choosing presents, but uh, just for the boys amongst you, you know, if you're ever, when you grow up and you're getting your wife a present, steer clear of things like pans and, uh, <laughs> and hoovers. They, they don't go down well. I don't know why. You see, I'd, I'd be perfectly happy if, uh, if my wife bought me an electric drill or something like that. But, do you know, it sometimes doesn't seem to work the other way. But anyway, God looked upon Cain and Abel. And some presents, some of the gifts that they gave were acceptable and some weren't. So, Cain and Abel. Cain there is uh, working the ground, growing vegetables. And Abel there is tending his flocks. Now, was there anything fundamentally wrong with the way they were um, filling their lives? Was it wrong for Cain to grow vegetables? Absolutely not. In fact, you may not uh, have appreciated this, but God said to Adam and Eve, I'm going to give you all the plants, all the vegetables for you, for you as food. They were supposed to be vegetarians. And they weren't allowed, actually. They weren't given permission to eat meat until after the flood. So what Cain was doing was perfectly acceptable growing the... Uh, uh, growing crops. So what was it about the sacrifices they bought that made Cain's fruit and vegetables not acceptable 
and Abel's lamb acceptable. Any ideas? Were you listening carefully to what was said? No? Any ideas? Why was what Cain brought not acceptable? He doesn't like carrots. God, God doesn't like carrots. Well, that's a nice thought, but I'll let you into a secret. He actually does. If you were listening very, very carefully to the words that we read out, Cain bought some of his produce. He didn't bring the best. He didn't bring stuff that was going to cause him hardship. He just bought some. And if you look at what Abel bought, he bought the fattest parts of the firstborn of the lambs. Abel bought the best bits to God. And it's that that caused God to be pleased with what Abel bought and not so pleased with what Cain bought. You see, it's not about what we have. It's about the heart that we have when we bring it. And maybe some of you were a bit worried. I don't know, have, have any of you bought some vegetables and fruit for the harvest today? Yep, some of you have. Well, don't worry. You know, God's not down on people bringing fruit and vegetables. He loves that. But what he wants is for us to bring it with a heart that says, this is of our best. We want to give you our best, God. Tell you a story about a chicken and a pig. Now, this chicken and this pig, they worked for a, a farmer, and the farmer was really nice to them. He looked after them really, really well. And the chicken and the pig wanted to do something for the farmer by way of saying a thank you. And they were thinking hard and long, hmm, what could we do? And then the chicken said, do you know what? I've got a fantastic idea. I know how much the farmer likes a cooked breakfast. <laughs> so I think, you can see where this is going, can't you? <laughs> I think that we should make the farmer a cooked breakfast. What a fantastic idea, said the pig. Um, what do you think uh, we should make for him for breakfast? So, hmm, they thought a bit. And the, what, what do you think the chicken would do? An egg, yes. So the chicken said, you know what? I will lay an egg and we can have um, an egg breakfast. So that was the, uh, that was the chicken's uh, um, idea. So that was, that was all good. And then the chicken said to the pig, okay, what, what are you going to do? What, what are you going to uh, um, bring as part of this breakfast? And what do you think the pig said? So the, the pig thought about this, and he came to the conclusion that, yes, what he had to bring was, unfortunately, sausage and bacon. And he said, well, I kind of get all this, and it would be a really nice present 
But you see, Mr. Chicken, as far as this breakfast is concerned, you might be involved, but I am committed. See, what you're bringing is a contribution. I'm giving my all. Interesting. And you know, that made me think a little bit about going back to Cain and Abel. What was going on? Was there perhaps something else going on in this story that tells us a little bit about God's plan for us? Now, remember I said that Cain made uh, grew vegetables, and that was great because that was their source of food. But Abel reared flocks, and I wondered, well, what was the purpose of him looking after animals? And if you go back a couple of uh, chapters in Genesis, I think we have a bit of an answer, hence the picture. You see, Adam and Eve were disobedient. They went against what God instructed. They ate from a tree some fruit that God has said, you mustn't do that. And whilst before that, Adam and Eve enjoyed the luxury of walking with God and being completely free with him, and in fact, so shameless that they didn't even have to wear any clothes at that time. The temperature of the garden was beautiful, and everything was right. But the minute they ate of that fruit, the minute they disobeyed God, they realized that they weren't wearing any clothes, and they were ashamed. And so God, what did he do? If you look back in Genesis chapter 3, he made them garments of skin. He took the fleeces of sheep or uh, leather maybe from uh, other animals and he made them clothes to cover their shame. And, do you know, it's a little bit like then the offerings that Cain and Abel made. Just in the same way as animals had to give up their life to make clothes, so the clothes could be made for Adam and Eve and for Cain and Abel, in the same way, when Abel made his sacrifice, the lamb that he bought had to give up its life. It was totally committed. And I think this is such a wonderful picture of what God did for us. Sorry, that's not very clear. But the words say, worthy is the lamb who was slain. Just as Abel brought the first fruits of his flock, he brought the fattest parts of the, of the lamb and gave it to God. So God gave us his lamb in Jesus to cover our guilt, to cover our shame. So, I don't know when uh, you think about the gifts that you're going to give to God, the things that you're going to give back to him, what your attitude is. Do you give the best? Do you give the first fruits? When you give, do you give what's left over, or are you totally committed? Because God is totally committed to you. We're going to um, 
take up our, our harvest uh, gifts now. Um, so maybe if somebody could just nip up to, uh, to room one for me and uh, tell Marin's class if they'd like to join us. I wonder, Peter, could you do that for us, please? Thank you. Yeah.